Welcome to the end of religious Christianity. If you're truly born again, you've got the joy of the Lord inside of your spirit. You've got power inside of your spirit. My gift from God is to move you into your spirit, man, where God is, where you know all things, where things present and things to come are yours. Come with me into the kingdom of God. Oh, Lord, we just want you and nothing else. Nothing else will do. We just want you. Thank you, God, you made us in your image. Thank you that everyone listening today is a spirit breathed by God. Thank you, God, that you want to burst forth through their spirit man today. Just know that you are seed. You are the breath of God. Everywhere you go, you are the sound of chains hitting the ground. Everywhere you go, God has given you the feet-trodden soil that you cross. Remember, he is the firstborn of many brothers and sisters of which you are. You are made in the image of God. In the image of God, he made the male and female. He made them. Listen, an apple tree has apple seeds which bear fruit. They bear fruit called apple trees. So if God copied himself, you are God. You and I are a copy of God. Listen, we need him. Apart from him, we can do nothing. But what he wants us to do is to receive him. What he wants us to do is to believe him. Do you and I believe him today? It's pride to not believe God. I'm not saying that you and I are God, the Father, the omnipotent creator, the omniscient, the omnipresent. No, I'm saying that we are his sons, we are his children. We are copies of God. He made us as gods on the earth. Little g, we are the land owners. We are the landlords. Psalm 115 says he gave. He gave the property of the earth to men. We are gods over the trees. We are gods over the animals. Why do you think we build cities and animals don't? Why do you think we have space travel and electricity? We create like our father. We invent like our father. Why do we catch the fish? Why do we eat the animals? It's not the other way around. Because we have been given dominion. Because we are gods. It's absolutely obvious. We literally stand physically erect, vertical, above everything else. We stand above. Yes, I know giraffes are taller than us and Lions are stronger, but we are the only ones who rule, who stand above. We tame the lion. We, we eat the other animals. We are the gods of this world. We are the gods of this earth. 
Now, what happened was Satan stole our position. He became the God of this world when Adam gave him the keys. Literally like signing a lease for a property, Adam gave the landhold. He gave the title deed to the earth, to the devil. The devil became the landlord. Now, what many people don't know, and no one teaches this except maybe, I think, Benny Hinn. Satan, while he was really high up in heaven, as an angel, as a cherubim, actually. He didn't have, he, did, he, he was an angel. While he fell from that high position, he actually became, he had more authority as Satan than he did as an angel before the fall. Let me say that again. Satan, after he was kicked out of heaven, had more authority, more power, more influence than he did when he was in heaven. Let me explain. Does Paul say that we will judge the angels? Yes. Does Jesus say that we will forgive sins? Yes. Does God call us his children? Yes, but he does not call angels his children. We are above the angels. We are above the angels. I know that there's a Psalm number 8 says a little lower than the angels, but that's talking about the... Uh, a, it's different. They're talking about dimensions of, of, of the, in the spiritual realm right now. An angel can take out 30,000 people. An angel can walk through walls. At the moment, we can by the Holy Spirit, but in, in ourselves, man can't. But what I'm trying to say to you is Satan took the position of man before God. I'm going to say it again. Satan took the position of man before God for a period of time after the fall of Adam and before Jesus crushed his head. So Jesus crushed Satan's head, which is his authority, on the cross. He triumphed over him in the cross for you and me so that we would have dominion. And he gave us the landhold again. He gave us the keys to the kingdom of heaven. He gave us back the earth. So now the church is in rulership of the earth, not Elon Musk, not the U.S. government. It doesn't matter how much uranium they have stockpiled. It doesn't matter because we, the church, have the keys to the kingdom of God. I said in a previous episode, Jesus is building the church. We're not. We are building the kingdom. We are. Jesus gave us the keys to the kingdom. And he gave us the command to preach the gospel of the kingdom of God, not of church, but of the kingdom of God. And that's what I'm doing. And that's why I probably sound a little bit different because I'm not preaching as a, 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 a religious church member. I'm preaching as an ambassador of my king. So my words are not my own. They are his words. I speak on his behalf like an ambassador. When you understand the kingdom, you're going to understand everything else. You will have no more questions. And what God's told me to tell you today, which is really important, is that he is enough. That's why I'm playing this song in the background because some of your prayers haven't been answered. Some of your prayers have yet to be answered because God wants to be your answer. He asked me a question and I ask you, am I enough? If you had nothing, if you had no other answer to prayer, if you were locked in a dungeon, would God be enough? He wants to be enough. Jesus said, this is eternal life to know 
to know by experience through relationship the Son of God. You know, I thank God so much for the freedom in my my life, in my marriage, in my finances. He has answered so many prayers to be out of debt, to have no credit card, to be off all medication, to be sleeping well and eating well and healthy. You know, to have great kids and family relationship, to be free from the political spirit and the agenda of men. I am incre- But there are so many prayers and desires that have not been answered. You know, I love you know, God, I love, I love church. I love everything, but there are so many, I want, there, there are so many desires. I want to lead. I want to preach. I want to teach. I want to, I want to involve, be involved in business again. I want to drive a nice car. I want to own a nice, uh, own a house and be out of completely out of debt. Well, I'm out of debt, but I'm, I'm not yet in my house, but I know I will. But what I'm trying to say to you, it's not about me. What I'm trying to say to you is bundle together every one of those unanswered, yet to be answered prayers and give them to God. Let go. Remember, he commanded us to not worry about tomorrow. He commanded us to not worry about what we'll eat or drink. He commanded us to seek first the kingdom. He commanded us to love God with all our heart and mind and soul and strength. So you've got a whole bunch of answers to prayer. You've got a whole bunch of testimonies. But what about those unanswered prayers? Maybe you want to get married. Maybe you want to buy a house. Maybe you want to um, have a new business. Maybe you've been trying to conceive children for a long period of time. Maybe you want a certain thing, a desire. Maybe he told you it was going to happen and it doesn't seem to have happened. You need to give all of those things to God and tell him that he is enough. God, even if you don't answer those prayers, you are enough and I just want to be faithful. That's what he wants to hear from you and I today. So, Father, we just pray, Lord, I receive your blood right now, Jesus. I take communion in the Spirit right now. I I eat, Lord, your body because your body is real food. Some of you are freaking out right now because I'm not doing it with any any elements. But I do communion in the Spirit. Because it is in the spirit, and you can do it. I do. You know, you can do it with bread and wine. That's fine. I do that as well. But right now, I don't have any, so I do it in the spirit, and He loves it. I just close my eyes and I tell Him, Jesus, I'm eating you, your body, your beard was ripped out, your you were spat in the face, you were punched, you were beaten. By your stripes, I'm healed, and I, I, my spirit is eating his body my spirit his body is real food jesus your words are real food your words are washing me right now i'm washed by the water of your word not only your bible but when you speak to me today when you speak to me in my spirit when you speak to me in my sleep i'm being washed wash me jesus with your words i i want to be washed And I, I drink your blood, Jesus, today. Thank you for your blood. I imagine your blood dripping down the cross, dripping from your hands and, and landing in the dust. And I receive your blood. I receive your blood of forgiveness for my sins, known and unknown. I confess all of my sins, known and unknown, everywhere. I fall short of the glory of God continually, even with the Holy Spirit, even with the mind of Christ, even with the desire to to please you, God, and to serve you. Even though I'm a slave of righteousness, I still fall short. I worry. I doubt. I fear. I don't do what you're telling me to do. I, I do what I 
you know, like I, I, I struggle, God, even to pray in tongues sometimes I struggle. I'm going into work right now and it's like, you know, it's like, it's like don't think about elephants. So God, I just receive your grace today. Lord, help me to go in the power of your spirit today. Help me to go in the power of your presence. Your will be done. Your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven, on Jonathan as it is in heaven, on everyone who's listening as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen.